Center, Tennessee. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Have you ever been around someone? Yes. Yes, you have. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're right next to each other today. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. So maybe you kind of put them on a pedestal, so to speak, and you don't even realize you've put them on a pedestal. And then they start talking, and then you're like, oh, wait. Uh, and then the more they talk, the farther down off the pedestal they fall. Bless their hearts. They didn't even want to be up there in the first place. That's true. <laughs> but sometimes I think you look like you have it all together, and mm-hmm. then you start talking. Right. Shh. Shh. No talking. Shh. No. no more talking. <laughs> you are ruining it for the rest of us. Did you want to think that they had it all together? So there was... um. To, to think that, okay, this is my goal. There's hope for me. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dang it. I thought there was hope. I don't want to see behind the curtain. <laughs> it is scary behind the curtain sometimes, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't come my, behind my curtains. Most Woo! often. Well, interestingly enough, as I was in First Thessalonians this week, specifically... Chapter 4, verses like 6 through 12. Talking is talking about loving one another. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm being chastised. I can handle it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can do this. You can do it. We can do it. It is so good. Um, it just, it says, just love one another. You're already good at it. Your friends all over the province, blah, blah, blah. Keep it up. Get better and better at it. But then it says, stay calm, mind your own business, do your own job. You've heard all this before, but a reminder never hurts. We want you living in a way that will command the respect of outsiders, not lying around sponging off your friends. Boom, yow. Boom, yow. I realized when I read these verses that we are always talking about this in our little Christian world. Love one another. You know, love one another like you love yourself. But I feel as if we say these things, like so many things in our lives, we say them, but the meaning is kind of in the cloud, is what I like to think. We don't really think about what it means all the time. We just sort of throw out, love one another. You know I love a definition, because there are so many times I come (laughs) up with a word, and I'm like, how do I explain that word exactly? Yes. Yeah. So how do you explain this exactly? Because like, if I'm going to love others, like I love myself, y'all are not sleeping. Okay. (laughs) Right. You might shower every other day and hopefully you get your hair washed three times a week. There you go. You don't want me to love you like I love myself. (laughs) You want me to love you more. (laughs) Well, I noticed that it says to, in order to love one another, it says, stay calm Mind your own business. Do your own job. Mind your business. Mind your business. And I thought, okay, let me sit with that for a little bit. And let's think about how those three things, those three little instructions, to-dos, help us love one another better. Um, And I actually had a lot of fun with it. I can only imagine. <laughs> My little brain and my rabbit holes. <laughs> Y'all know I love, do dearly love a rabbit hole. All right, so think about it. Stay calm. So staying calm, how does that help us love one another? Well, I don't get out of my car at the traffic light and uh, 
respond to the way you were honking your horn at me. <laughs> you don't Keep tell my him. hands to myself. You don't tell him you're number one <laughs> with the wrong finger. Um, so I thought if we stay calm, instead of responding in anger, we use self-control. Yes. Through the spirit. When we stay calm, instead of freaking out, we breathe in God's peace. Yes. In the moment, right? And when we stay calm, instead of being resentful, we let God be in charge of revenge. Oh, that's my favorite part. I know. He's so (laughs) much more creative and can get away with way more um, than we can. And we harness his power for forgiveness and also so it's not even about the revenge but when we stay calm and we lean into him he is able to give us that power and that willingness to forgive so yeah i'll be like god did you just see that you saw that right okay because here i am keeping my hands to myself but did you see that i just want to make sure you saw that okay check put it put a sticky note on that yeah Don't forget that one. Red flag, red flag. (laughs) Flag the folder. Flag the folder. What if we just have these little stickies and every time somebody finishes, we just put a bink right on their head. Just put a little sticky note on their head. There is a really funny commercial about that. There is? There is. And not about other people, but there, I don't even know what it's for. Isn't that the funny thing? Like, it's a great commercial. Um, But it's something about owning your own business. And it's like this little monster of sticky notes. And he's sticking all these notes for this business owner. He's sticking them all over. Like, fire this person. Do this spreadsheet. (laughs) Call the insurance man. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like, reminding him of all these things. And it's so annoying. So, yeah, maybe we could just think of that next time. I kind of like that visual. Right? Just put a post-it note on it. Put a pin in it. Hey, got right there. There you go. And then we could, like, make suggestions under it. Yeah. Hemorrhoids for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just thinking about it and being able to suggest one will help us move forward. Oh, no, it does. 100%. That's how I get through it. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, staying calm also, instead of worrying and fretting about something, if we're staying calm, then just trusting in God. All of those things self-control and peace and forgiveness and trust the staying calm helps us love people better when we're not responding out of anger and fear and resentfulness and worry so actually it's true see sometimes i like to kind of see if these things are actually going to work but i will say this so i think we say love one another and that word love to us is like oh i have to go out of my way to be nice and interact with them. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I'm loving you by walking away. Right. I mean, I was driving home the other night, and this car was just honking frantically behind me. And I'm stopped at a red. Could have turned, but it was just really tight the way it was, the corner was. And I was waiting for my green arrow. Honking, honking. And I'm on the phone with my husband, and mm-hmm. my son's in the car with my husband. And they can hear me. And I was like, oh, someone's trying to say they love me. And then it turned into... Who do they think they are honking at me? Oh, no, they, like, my son's like, mom, calm down. Mom, mom, it's okay. Just calm down. And so I'm like, they might actually follow me. So I'm driving, trying to watch if they're following me. And then they're panicking on the other side of the line. 
They're like, what are you going to do right now? Don't go home if they're following you. I'm like, I am not that. This is not my first rodeo. Friends, <laughs> if someone's following you, what do you do? I'm going to leave you a second to think about that. What do you do if a car is following you? You go to the police station. Yes. Drive to the police station. Drive to the fire department. If you have a brother like mine, you call him. Be like, yo, I'll meet you at the Walmart. <laughs> I was just thinking those people are pretty brave because nowadays you could have just, if it had been the wrong person, somebody other than you would have just gotten out and punched them in the face or shot them. Right. That would have been me about 10 years ago. Well, there you go. See? <laughs> See how much God By can change the blood of Jesus. <laughs> so that's the first one. So I, I think that we proved that one right. Staying calm does help us love other people better. So let's see. Mind your own business. Oh, yeah. That was number two. Okay, I really like this one. Um, sometimes it's really hard to do. I'm, I'm just saying. Speaking for a friend. Uh-huh. You've heard <laughs> this before, that it's hard to do? So I started considering this. When we're minding our own business, mm-hmm. we don't start gossip. That'd be nice. About others, which is always really helpful because gossip just creates discord. You know, and it muddies the waters. Yeah. Makes people feel bad. It also makes us look bad um, if you're in the right crowd. Minding your own business helps us go back to the verse. I don't know the address off the top of my head, but worry about planking your own eye. Yeah. Instead of the speck in the other person. So minding your own business, working on you, staying in your circle as we like to say, um, goes a lot farther in loving other people. But wait, I have a prayer request. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I couldn't let it go. (laughs) I think this too. Don't assume. So in minding our own business, okay, and I'm just going to throw myself under the bus. I'm a... an encourager and I like to help people find solutions and yeah and I a lot of people do come to me at for at for advice so I think I'm just always in that mindset when anyone comes to me uh-huh. that that's what they want and that is not true mm. I need to not assume that someone sharing wants my counsel without asking them first like do you just want to talk about this and you want to have me listen because I'm a really good listener right but I automatically go into let me help you fix this what kind of advice can I pull from my my toolbox to help you so you can move forward or you know and not everybody wants your advice they just want to talk sometimes so mind our own business yeah and don't assume somebody just just ask I think that's a good question to ask. Yes. But sometimes you can just get tired of somebody just like venting, 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 venting. And I don't answer your phone call anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm minding my own business. Right. Right, right. That There you go. There's that side too. And that really goes into like we can't fix people. We can pray for them. Yep. I mean, we can barely fix ourselves, people, if we're being honest. You know what I'm saying? It takes enough work to fix ourselves. We definitely cannot fix other people. (laughs) 
So we can be there to support them and encourage them and guide them along the way. Yes. But like you said, stay in your circle. And this Mm -hmm. is from, you know, something you and I learned a while ago is draw a circle around yourself. And the only thing you can fix is what's in that circle. Right. So you can't fix anybody outside of your circle and a peripheral anything. And so by staying in your circle also, though, you have to sometimes set healthy boundaries with the people, Mm -hmm. you know. And there's something beautiful about that because when we know that we just need to mind our own business, work on ourselves, that we're just there for certain things with other people and we can't fix them, it does help us love them better. Yes. If you think about it. Because if we try to go into the situation thinking, I'm going to fix this for you, make this all better, and then they aren't able to follow through or do anything, we get a little frustrated and we're like, I'm out. So that, you know, is that really loving them? It's just a good thought. Yeah. Well, instead of BYOB, it's MYOB. <laughs> get it? Instead of bring your own beer, mind your own business. Oh. <laughs> I'm late to the party. That's yeah. really good. Your face was like, no, I don't, I don't get, get that. But I was trying to learn how to play bridge last night, so my brain is fried. Oh, BYOB is bring your own bottle. I do know that one. I, I'm very familiar with okay. that one. But not the one you threw on me. MYOB, mind I your own like business. It. I like it. So I would say staying calm, we've proven, definitely helps us love other people. And minding our own business helps us love other people. Yeah, and by minding your own business, like, do your business. It doesn't mean ignoring people who are in need and God's calling you to help them, though. You know, like, when God's calling you, it's not mind your own business when God is calling you to do something. It's basically treating people with respect and not gossiping and not throwing them under the bus without, you know, thinking about yourself. You know, sometimes, though, I love that because sometimes... We call ourselves to something that God has not called us to. Uh, Often. Yes. (laughs) Here I come to save the day. Yes. And so that is where discernment comes in. (laughs) So I'm going to have to say this. And you might have to delete me afterwards. Oh my gosh. Here we go. (laughs) But this woman, um, an acquaintance at the gym, she was like, and here this guy comes in riding on his horse like Captain Sabahoe. We shouldn't ride in on horses. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Exactly. Just stick to your minivan. Yes. Or whatever you drive. But you can't be captain save whatever. Yes. We cannot always save the day. That is God's job. Like keeping that in perspective helps us love other people well. Because we can love them better and well when we are staying clear And connected with God, following his lead, and not trying to fix them and ignore ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming alongside them. I like that. All right, so let's see if do your own job helps us love other people. Okay. I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) Well, first of all, the first thing that came to my mind was husbands and wives. Oh, okay, you went there. I did. So, wives, don't try to do your husband's jobs. Huh, Ooh. like what? Okay, or play his role in the marriage or family. It's okay. kind of the thing. Okay, yes. Right? Um, 
I mean, yes, we come along and we side support one another. And I'm not saying you need to be in the kitchen. And I'm not saying that, people. Please hear me. You don't need to be barefoot pregnant in the kitchen and cooking. But there are certain roles that God has called us to as far as, you know, the nurturers in the family, the leader, the spiritual leader in the family. Yes, and I know that there's all kinds of things, but situations and all the things, right? Everybody's family is different. But if we take on each other's roles, then that person never has to strive, not strive, but work towards being that in right. themselves. They don't have to fill the gap because you filled it. Exactly. It's like if if you always go in and clean your child's room after you've asked them to and they don't, they just know that you're going to always clean their room. They're never going to clean their room. Okay, real life situation happened this past weekend. Give it to me, girl. Okay, so at the football field, it's pouring down rain. It's been raining all day. Captain, I mean, Ophelia, uh, Captain Sava <laughs> Ophelia. Um, so Ophelia was there. Well, one of the players' moms and I were chatting, and then she goes, Is that my son's bag? And it's wide open, uh-huh. and his jacket's on top of it, and it's just being poured on. Oh, gosh. And I said, Oh, gosh, yeah. Do you want me to close it up? And she goes, No, he made a choice there. He can live with his choice. And wow. I was like, best parenting ever. I know. And so that seems mean, but he will remember next time <laughs> to shut his bag. <laughs> he made a choice there. He made a choice there. So, I mean, that can get deep and tricky. It's just something to think about. You know, when we step into other people's roles, we aren't we aren't really made to fill certain roles. Yes, there are times when we all have to help one another, but just something to consider. On a less deep or trickier, stickier yeah. note. <laughs> I'm not even getting into that I know. stick with we you. Won't even, Go for it. I'm not even going down that little road. I'm sure it's flaring up some feathers and some people that are listening. But stick to what God has called you to do. That requires you to know what God has called you to do, which requires you to sit with God, quiet time. There's mm-hmm. the circle. Okay, That's I'm right. done. That's right. <laughs> this leaves room again for other people to do what God has called them to do and we may not know that and they may feel uh, an insecurity this may be they may feel that God is leading them in this direction but it would be their first time of stepping out and trusting him but we're just like in the way in the way exactly and then we think in our little prideful, well, just nobody else is going to do this. Nobody else is, I guess it's me again. Well, and you know, just like you said, I remember someone saying, if God's calling you to step out of something, but you're sitting there thinking, what are they going to do without me? God already thought of that. <laughs> He's already, someone's waiting to fill that spot. And like you said, it's probably a bold move on their part. Mm-hmm. And we always want to honor that. I mean, God's got that. And so all these things, the staying calm, the minding your own business, the do your own job, I just, I love that so much. And it springs us back to what it continues to say in verse 12, that living in this way will command the respect of outsiders. And so who are the outsiders? Well, they're the ones that don't know Jesus, Mm -hmm. that are sensing in us, hopefully, wow, something's different about them. There's a peace there. There's a calm. There's a sense of self-control. Um, 
wow, what is that? I don't even understand. She didn't even talk about that person after she made that rude comment. You know, like, right? who knows what people notice? So I guess we want to ask today, like, what does your life look like this? In what areas does it look like this? And what areas doesn't it? And how might living this way and changing some aspects and considering these things strengthen how we all shine a light, the light of Jesus in this world when we're out and about without any words? These are only actions. And Mm. sometimes it's not even an action. It's a non-action. On my part, it's a non-action a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's just considering those things. Yeah. And and what ways can you do that where, you know, I feel like certain situations as you were speaking kind of started coming to mind like, oh, I should probably hone that in a little bit. Mm. And so what are the ways that God pricked your heart during this conversation to go, oh, that there's a place you could shine there, but you're a little dull. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. it does. So in the beginning around um, verses six and seven, it says God hasn't invited us into a disorderly, grungy life but into something holy and beautiful, as beautiful on the inside as the outside. If you disregard this advice, you're not offending your neighbors. You're rejecting God who is making you a gift of his Holy Spirit. Mm. And I just think that's so beautiful. The gift of his Holy Spirit. I do love that. Mm -hmm. So it says, just love one another. There's an exclamation point there in the message translation. I think another reason why I love the message. They use exclamation points, They use points, exclamation baby. points. If yeah. you've ever gotten a text from me, I'm definitely an overuser of the exclamation point. I am too. That's why we like each other so much. Exactly. And if you're offended by exclamation points, we're probably not friends. Yeah. We're not your people. But yeah. that's okay. We hope you'll like us anyway. Yeah. We live kind of big. Yeah. Sometimes loud. <laughs> Sometimes a strange combination of both. Hey, M-Y-O-B, baby. Very good. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center of the Center.